0: You're listening to Celebrity Wine Club, and this week we're putting some stank on it with the shady horns of lettuce. So, Benny and Zoid from Lettuce have Benny and Zoid selections, and those are the wines that we are drinking today. Um, I'm joined by Mike. lovely ladies. I'm Nicole. I'm Angela. And we have a special guest with us this week, Seth, our music friend. Say hi. Hello. Hey. So before we get into it, um, Seth, what kind of uh, drinks do you like to drink? Are you a wine drinker?
1: I am not a wine drinker. I don't know that much about wine. I should. I'm a whiskey person. Well, you're going to learn for about sure. wine today. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. yeah. We are experts.
3: <laughs> I'm, I linked to Seth through both wine and music because I met him for the first time when I was working at, like, a wine and liquor store. And he came in and thought that my music was cool. And I was like, oh, well, your hat's cool. And then we started talking because I was playing, like, Pretty Lights or Sound Tribe or something. And then, like, we would always chat about music when he came in. And so that's kind of how we met each other.
2: I guess I knew that story, but I forgot. I didn't realize you were a regular at our liquor store. Well, didn't you guys start
3: having a pissing contest about like festivals and jam crews? When he brought Tony Uh in one time, we (laughs) started having like a pissing contest. It wasn't really a pissing contest. they were just hanging out and talking to me and the owner was like, um, do these guys need any more help? Like trying to get them out of the store pretty much. And t- Seth was like, Oh no, I just really like the music and we're just getting, to- we're just talking. And so, um, like the owner was annoyed, but they stayed and I was like, Oh, I was at Tyrannosaurus chicken last night. And they were like, we were at Tyrannosaurus chicken last night. My like, granddad's right. I missed that bar yeah. so much. And then we were just like going on and on, like back and back. And we had the same plans for the night to go to the deli. And I was like, Oh, here's my like big, like winner's card. And I was like well me and my boyfriend went on jam cruise this year and they're like we were on jam cruise this year and i was like no the fuck you weren't and it turned out they were so
1: yeah and how our past didn't cross there i don't know but
3: I think I saw, I ran into either. I ran into Adam there for sure on the ship because I like complimented his Oklahoma T-shirt, and he was too like spun to even talk. We've all okay. we've what? all been the spunion of the mm-hmm. friend
0: group. That's for sure.
2: Adam probably more than most. Oh, I'm sure I was being very <laughs> annoying. But <laughs> <laughs> so Seth is here more for his music expertise and yeah. chose lettuce as our as your guest spot.
1: Yeah, well, that's easy for me because it required almost no research on my part. <laughs> I'll be the pseudo uh, lettuce expert around yeah, these well, parts. Yeah, well,
0: you're bringing the thunder with your, like, lettuce tea, I, uh-huh.
1: which is one of my favorite that I'm, they've put I'm out. I'm representing. You guys can read all the names of the members in mm-hmm. case you forget as we go along. So, Uh-huh. uh-huh.
4: All
3: So, right. I was... I was trying to think, weren't you trying to think like when the first time you saw Lettuce I can't remember. I think it was Harvest 2013 when it was super rainy and we didn't even get to see them. We just
0: heard them playing. From the campsite? Yeah. That tracks mm-hmm. i was really fucked up that music festival oh yeah me too i hope no one from work is listening to this
2: was that your birthday year or is that every year, year harvest festival <laughs> It was, was, was birthday. That year you, know, that you are... rode with me
3: no 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 it that was, was the, the year next year oh, okay. that i rode with you it was like it pissed rain the whole time
2: and we were in the vip section
1: 2013,
2: Because it has rained a lot that uh, second year, too. Mm-hmm. But that was more of a drizzle. The year before, it was just like torrential. A or like mud island or whatever. That mm-hmm. was 2012. It, yeah. Now they, oh, yeah, that was 2012. They, that was 2012. They, 2012. They,
1: they played there in the documentary. Mm-hmm. I don't know what year it was. Maybe it was even after 2013. You're talking
2: mm-hmm. about the Let Us Play documentary. Yes, the mm-hmm.
1: Let Us Play documentary that I watched this week. In order so to I prepare for this, I'm
2: sorry. I did. I listened so, to it like a podcast. So they don't actually make wines, right? That they they don't make wines yet. Yet. So uh, right now
0: they are in the whole like natural wine movement. Mm-hmm. Um, let me refer to my notes here because I'm kind of pulling that out of my ass. But they um they like natural wines um for a lot of reasons. They don't like the term natural wine. They like low mm-hmm. intervention wines. Okay. Instead, yeah. but um. But basically they got it started because they were at a restaurant somewhere in Colorado and they were wanting to have a natural wine with dinner and they couldn't find it. And they were like, this is bullshit. We like natural wine and we can't get it in like one of the most happening cities. And then they decided to start their own distribution company. Mm -hmm. But um, on an interview that I heard with um benny bloom which by the way i really like hearing him talking he reminds me of joe pesci
1: he no he's a character he <laughs> yeah. will do all his characters
0: yeah <laughs> but anyway um he said that there's one vineyard i think in california um don't quote me on that but that has like a lot of crush left over, and that they're going to make some blends and possibly start like mass distributing like a lettuce and, uh, wine and, and next and call year it Mount crush more probably like the song Probably, <laughs> he said there was gonna be <laughs> he said there was gonna be a couple of different like blend selections that he would like mass produce, which sounds pretty fun and something to look forward to and another lettuce episode in the future, I think. Mm-hmm.
2: So, what's their uh, distributing company? Called? Um, Benny and Zoid Selections. Oh, okay, sorry, yeah.
0: that's okay. So, I'm gonna start pouring
3: this first bottle and we can keep talking. Does that sound good? Sounds great. Okay, I'm gonna do the pours for everyone. Do you want to
2: describe the bottle first?
3: Well. Um, I can just talk a little bit about this wine. So this one is the Vegas Altas and it's called Eva de los Santos. And I'd never heard of this before and I was having a hard time finding anything. There's not really like a website about it. But so this wine in particular, this varietal of grape is a white grape that was almost extinct and it's one that's native to Spain. And these two brothers, um, it's an area that's close to Portugal, like in the mountains, but they start, they're the only organic farmer and farmers in that region but they um basically brought this this grape varietal back from extinction and they do like really low intervention as far as um like pesticides or anything or like cultivating it and it's always picked by moonlight, by hand, oh. like this varietal. So it's called Vegas Altus, and it has a um, a white label, just like a green tree on the front. And it's from Spain, and it's twelve point five percent by volume. Um, and so it's like imported or whatever, but yeah. The information about this one is. Um, I mean, I I don't know if I got tasting notes on this one or not. Let me look. Well, I have I, them if
0: you don't. I do I, know that this is one of the first wines that they had at their distributing company. Yeah. It's one they're most proud of, well, too. Well, and you can't really get it anywhere either. It's got like
3: a, It's the price point's pretty low. It's $17, but a lot of restaurants really like it. I want to like taste it first before I do the tasting notes, but of course. Um, it's in the um, Extremadura region. Um, these vines themselves are 85 years old. Like this comes from, yeah, and the harvest is done by hand at night. Um, Midnight Garden. Yeah. So yeah, let's go ahead and taste it. Okay. All right. We're gonna do our S's. You know the S's, Seth. You see, and you
2: swirl to look at the legs. They're very. They're not very thick, but it is a. I mean, it's a white, white and it's young.
1: Yeah, yeah I'm working yeah. on my S's. They're, There's they're not really. Better now. It
2: smells like grape juice. It does smell <laughs> like grape juice. It smells
3: like Welch's grape juice. Like the the sparkling white stuff. You yeah. Get oh like my then. God. Yeah, that they would give you on New Year's Eve. Okay. Now we do our sips.
2: Oh, it's crisp. Mm. That is crisp. That's good. Yeah, it's very refreshing. Apple juicy, but in a good way. It's not too sweet though. No, it's not sweet at all. That's what I mean in a so good way. When I
3: was reading these tasting notes, I thought they were very extra, but now I don't. Okay. Yeah. I'm what do th- you think, Seth? Yeah,
1: it's refreshing. Good summertime wine. I, I
3: think I'll so read too. The tasty notes.
2: I have them right here. Oh okay, yeah, go for it. Tasty notes. Straw colored and very bright. Very expressive aromas of white fruits, pear and apple. Small touch. I taste the pear. Of aniseed aromas, which is very particular of this variety. It is a wine of entry with a sweet touch, even at even. Sorry, excuse me. Even it is a dry wine. Well balanced acid. It has a bitter touch. Typical of this variety and finish. So
3: I got the finish. I got my tasting notes from somewhere else. It's basically the same thing. But I was reading um, an interview. I can't remember which magazine it was. But it was like a sommelier that's like real hot and young or whatever. Yeah. And they were asking him about like which varietals were going to be the hot up and comers. And he specifically mentioned this varietal and this wine. And he said like for the price point you can't beat it. They can't get enough of it at his restaurant. Because a lot of people really like it. Especially chefs when they're eating oysters. Uh,
0: maybe that's why the Yay. boys are so into it. Yeah. So uh-huh. mine said delicate
3: aromas of white flowers, peach pit, green apple, pear, dusty stones. <laughs> I got a couple of dusty stones. <laughs> um, then a lush entry on the palette of honeycomb, nectarine, green apple, and dried herbs. A tactile, crushed
2: stone quality. I got that one too. It's one of the importers mm-hmm. that, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, if it's. If lettuce is bringing it to us, it's got to have that crush in there Mm -hmm. for sure.
0: Yeah, for sure, that dusty stone crush.
4: I've
1: never that too.
0: (laughs) I've never heard of this grape, and I'm like, I know, I'm 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 feeling this too. It's hot as fuck outside. It's the middle of July. It's like 1,000 degrees, and this wine's really hitting the spot. Usually, wine that smells like this tastes really bad. Like this is, well, to me, it def it tastes. It's more not like. Apple juice, it's like applesauce, you know,
2: because it's, like, more processed. Like apple
3: skin. Usually wine that smells like this, though, is, like, stuff that you get in gross wineries from Branson or whatever. Yeah, definitely. And it's, like,
2: 100% the grapes, the Eva de, de los Santos. Mm-hmm. Did you already say it's fermented in... Um, wild yeast and then stainless steel. Yeah, so this is one of the things, too.
3: They, like, hand-pick it. It's whole cluster, and, like, there's no... They don't put any additives in it besides, like, I think, sulfide or sulfur after the second ferment... Or before the second fermentation or something like that. Like, all of the wines that we're going to try are, like, quote-unquote natural, but in different ways. So yeah. I'll have some, like, yeah. hot
1: info on that. Yeah, I want to ask about that. We're talking about natural or low-intervention mm-hmm. wines. It's kind of like... The term organic, not everything's 100% organic. You've got to...
0: Well, when you're talking about like low intervention wines or natural wines, it basically just means there's not a lot of pesticides or maybe not any pesticides at all. There's not a whole lot of like sulfur added to the fermentation process. Or sugar added. Or sugar added to the fermentation process. Like it's just the grape itself just moving through yeah a lot of them use what's called like wild fermentation
3: so it's just the yeast that already exists on the grape they don't add anything and then they there's like a a thing called fining which is where they add like protein or like egg whites or eggshells and it's Mm -hmm. to like pull impurities and stuff out of the wine but then it also like leaches stuff into the wine and then um there's like um refining too or filtering and so like obviously like pouring it through a filter that's not considered filtering there's like high pressure filtering that they do mm-hmm. um for like most commercially produced wines and a lot of these wines don't have that like where they're like spraying it through like a power washer to get all the shit out of it basically yeah
0: you're gonna see a lot of sediment at the bottom of your glass with the red wines we have i think and that's why yeah
3: that's, why this, is That's
0: why this cork has like the am- amethyst crystals on yeah, it. Yeah, it's like okay. oh, the that, bottom that of that cork. cork. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's from this one. I yeah. Love it. well, it's not from this wine that we're from drinking a different currently. One. Okay. It's from a different one we're going to okay. drink oh, okay. later. That's but... why it's
1: confused. So yeah. they're just trying to keep it as close to the original grape as possible.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, they're like keeping as much integrity as they can. So a lot of these don't have like sulfites added.
3: They're not, they're lower proof because they don't have as much sugar in them. And, and the sugar is kind of where you get some more alcohol content. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And then they might not be as like clear in color or they might have some sediment to them.
1: hmm
0: So, um, Seth, what's, what's, do you remember the first time that you ever saw lettuce?
1: Oh, the first time I saw lettuce, I probably saw lettuce as early as 2010 or 2012, but I don't think I was fully into lettuce until, well, it was probably around 2015, right around the time of the documentary that they put out, Right before they released the Crush album,
0: the Mount Crushmore album.
1: Well, that was the follow up. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was the follow up. Crush, right. Crush was the uh, the album. And a little side note, I had when I we went to see String Cheese for New Year's Eve up in Broomfield, They have that artwork hanging on the wall in the uh, First Bank Center, wherever that place is called.
0: That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just That's happened to see cool. that.
1: But I think. I was aware of Lettuce, didn't really get into them all the way, and then really on that first jam cruise was where I finally like figured it out. Were you all really the
0: way. honed in on it?
3: Yeah,
1: I night knew, four, late night in the theater.
3: I knew about them before that, and I liked them before that, but what's so weird to me is that I heard about the Motet before I heard about Lettuce. I think that's true for me, too. Yeah, which I don't know. I had heard about them, then they were on... The lineup for Wakarusa and Swamparusa here, mm-hmm. and I was like really pumped to go see them. But I missed them both times that they played. And then through like trying to find more of their music, like I got more into Lettuce. But I'd already he- I'd already heard of Lettuce, but I wasn't like super into them until I got into the Motet. If that makes sense.
4: That makes
1: sense. Yeah, It's a different kind of funk. I think Lettuce...
0: Well, Lettuce to me is more jazz than funk. Like, they're (sighs) funk-jazz fusion, kind of, to me. Yeah, I feel
1: like it's a little more stanky, a little more
0: Mm hip-hop. And that's
1: in the last five years, they really, like, really focused their sound and focused their lineup. Mm -hmm. And we'll get into that as we go along. Sure, sure,
3: sure. Well, Um, um, I mean, obviously they're more hip-hop just because, like, Deech is, like, such like a crazy drummer, and then Jesus has all of those like accolades and got a won a Grammy, right? For
0: like his work on some different hip-hop albums.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm pretty sure. I'm he... pretty sure.
0: Um, but they also won a Grammy, I thought, for one of their own albums. They were nominated, they were nominated. nominated. They didn't That's win. what it was. Okay. Which is a damn shame.
1: He worked with Dr. Dre on the 2001 album, I believe. That's all off memory. That's not any recent research.
3: He also I thought he worked with, like, not Snoop. Hold on. I got to pull this up. I meant to do this earlier today, so I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, he worked with. So, hey, mm. I brought some props. Some okay. fun, some funky glasses, Since we're talking about lettuce, and we're missing going to shows we and going to festivals. We get that sort of Jam Cruise feel, because they're one of the bands I most associate with Jam Cruise. So, I got funky glasses for you guys Yay!
3: in a crown royal bag oh, no less. of course
1: You're i'll let you guys
3: best. we oh. are missing shows so bad what do we got here i oh, know i'm dying Ooh, i want these
1: going for the kung fu okay those are another funky band oh i don't know those
0: blue ones i do like. love I kung fu those. too. the blue
1: ones were the those were some jam glasses they're... they were bedazzled <laughs> and they've lo- they've been through a lot they, they lived don't have a life they don't have yeah. as many dazzles left they're
2: looking I'm feeling today, yeah. so that's good. Yeah. Stay
1: fresh, though.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Look fresh. rough. Stay fresh. The green ones. <laughs> I just <laughs> want oh, everyone oh.
1: to
0: know this is probably the cutest we've all ever looked on the podcast. So. Yeah, I'm
1: gonna have to bring more stuff next time. I think like so. Full mm-hmm. Thank you,
2: Seth. There's we also more props in here.
1: There's a little dinosaur. There's a little rubber chicken. Rubber chicken. Like a there's finger a, rubber chicken. There's a dead crystal necklace. Ooh. Double double Terminator it used to have a light in it. Yeah, you know we're missing all that stuff. It'll be back someday at some our point.
2: Our frosty bling and our show outfits. Mm-hmm. God, know, you really
0: have no idea how much I miss wearing a sequin kimono. I mean, I do it anyway around the house, but it's just—it's just more <laughs> powerful like, when
2: others can see me. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't wear it just for me, obviously. In the heat,
1: <laughs> in the middle of summer, you're still wearing it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yes. She has AC. <laughs> I
3: miss being I miss being like is it time to fuck a shoe? It's time to fuck a shoe and then like running around without shoes on I miss drinking waking up and drinking whiskey first thing in the I morning. I miss the, the, the
0: this vodka could taste like nothing time. Yeah. Bloody Mary time. Um I love I miss breakfast wine, Bedazzling dazzling. Mhm. I miss I don't actually miss spending hours and hours taking a serrated knife to, like, a pair of denim shorts to, like, get them to have the fray. I miss, like, laying in the grass and taking a nap while my husband <laughs> plays, like, frisbee <laughs> like a dog.
1: Can we, can we, can we back over? <laughs> can't, can't you buy the jeans like that now? Or yeah, that's, but, but I, wanted
0: the, I wanted the mom jeans, and I wanted to give them my own dolphin cut, and then one year I had these, like, purple mom jeans. They were pretty dope at the thrift store I got them, and I cut them way too short. So you could, like, when I bent over, it was like I was wearing a denim, Diaper, I love them. Thong, that's thong.
1: that's the style right now. I think the that's the bottom the bottom cheek hanging mm-hmm. out, mm-hmm. the underbutt.
0: We call it the the um, bottom
2: biscuit can because
1: oh, bo- biscuit okay.
4: can
2: on top is your titties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So, Seth, do you know? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Do you know the band well enough? And are we early? Are we late enough for you to be like, well, this wine reminds me of. <laughs>
1: One yeah, of their songs? This song. That is
2: one thing that Benny and Zoey are trying to put together is like bringing all the arts
0: together, music and wine or whatever. Well, that's probably what the Tool done.
1: Wine,
0: they have that with the Tool Wine. Uh, I don't want to talk about the Tool Wine.
1: It <laughs> probably reminds me of one of their more light and fun songs. And I'm probably not remembering all the songs, but maybe, maybe Sounds Like a Party would be one of them.
2: I put you on the spot, so yeah. I would yeah, remember and a name of a song. And I can, any I can of look it up band. and see
1: and listen to it, but I, you know, that just sounds, this line seems like that.
2: We'll quiz, we'll quiz you again on the exact song at the end. Well, okay. you didn't quiz me, Angie.
1: What's yours? She might have,
2: yeah. Mine's an
0: album, if I'm gonna okay. be honest. You can do that. And yeah. the album that I'm reminded of is the Rage album
1: an older the one. Whole thing. Yeah, yeah.
0: An older one. That fucking cover of Move On Up is like one Ooh. of my favorites. I like their Live in Tokyo thing too. Of course.
1: Yeah, and that's all the that's all the some of the older stuff through the early 2000s um, and
3: So I got the next bottle.
0: Let's go for it. Yes, let's do it.
3: I mean, I could drink Okay. Honestly, I could drink a whole bottle of that by shit. myself and no. I wouldn't feel
0: no, like I would feel no regret For white wine. That was very good. Oh, yeah. Angie's um, not typically a white <laughs>
2: wine lover. You no, know, It gives me indigestion and we have too many stem, too many bubbles. More I think bubbles. The only wine I didn't do. Re- no, that's not it. I should have done research on that wine, too. The stern Uh, this
3: one? I have a lot of research on this. I'll do this one if you want to do the reds, Angie.
2: I think this one is more well known, right? Well, this
3: I got a lot more hot info about this one too. Okay. Okay. Um, and, I'm gonna and just, look at the just so we
1: know, when they say hot, it's spelled H-A-W-T. <laughs> <laughs> just want to make sure everybody knows that because it's very important.
2: It's actually chilled wine. Mm-hmm. It's not hot wine.
1: That's right. So, well, that's not a hot yeah. temperature. It's this like is hot. This
2: called Sturm.
3: Yeah. It's an old wine Riesling. Are you going to do the bottle? Yeah. I okay, was just going to describe the
0: bottle. The bottle but the, the label itself is like, you know, pretty... I don't want to say basic because it's got, like, a papyrus kind of thing going on. It's got an ink butthole on it. It's got an ink butthole for sure. (laughs) It's got some, like, very, like, typewriter type font on it. It's a 2017 Old Vine Riesling. Um, And then on the back it says produced and bottled by Sturm Wine Company, um, Watsonville, California. And then it's got, like, a little, like, dry to sweet meter on the back. And it's on the very, very, like, left meaning that it's very very dry mm-hmm. and also crazy but this wine will ruin a baby if you're pregnant uh,
2: again again
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's funny because every time i was when i was looking it up and kind of doing research i kept saying sturm like storm like I, it reminds me of slurm <laughs> from futurama from futurama
3: so this is the slurm the slurm wine no it's sturm it's s-t-i-r-m and it's from the Weir's Vineyard. Yeah, I didn't know how to pronounce it, so I, I wasn't going to. think it's Weir's. It's like W-I-R-Z, Weir's. So this is a California wine. It's from San Benito County in, like, the Gabilan Mountains, which is, like, pretty close to Monterey, California. Um, so these are, um, these vines were also planted in the 1960s. Like, I guess that vineyard has grapes, grape varieties that were planted as, like, Long ago was 1904, but the Riesling ones specifically were planted in the 1960s. By the way, I looked at pictures of this, and it doesn't even look like a vineyard because you think of a vineyard as being like orderly and green and lush, and then having and the like lines rows and, and everything. rows of
0: orchards of grapes. So this is, is it orchards. Like... <sighs>
3: whatever but this this one is like in the mountains in the desert and it, there's just like bushes everywhere that's like complete chaos is what it looks like it doesn't i mean it's not orderly. Not so, um, bushes everywhere so these are old fine it's right downstairs old fine <laughs> grape which means just an old varietal and it's dry farmed which means that it's farmed without any irrigation yeah and so um these one these particular grapes they ripen really late and they don't have like a very high yield. So for this wine there was only 250 cases produced. So wow, that's, like, that's um, pretty
0: rare yeah. considering. It has definitely a it's
3: thicker leg. What's the legs. price point on this bad boy? It's then. only $28. But um Could so be worse. these grapes were also picked by hand. Um they did 24 hours of whole cluster maceration to extract like the tannins and the aroma and the flavor compounds Um, in the skins and then they did a pressing after that and so they do one like first fermentation then they add some sulfur and then they do a second fermentation but it's this one is like I said I was talking about earlier. It's unfined and unfiltered. So uh-huh. there's no additives of like any type of binders. There's just a little bit of like sulfur added. And then there's no high pressure filtration at all.
0: Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And this one has more legs than our previous one. Yeah. It's a Riesling. but Both of these have been like dehydrated PP color.
2: I've,
4: well, never I've never seen a more PP color thing. than. Yellow. It's
1: very yellow and orange. No, the legs defi- are,
2: oh, go ahead. No, the legs are thicker. You go ahead.
1: It definitely has the sun in it.
3: Uh, I like a that. Nice way of <laughs> instead of being like
0: it's it looks like colored.
3: Well, it does <laughs> we look, look
1: like is... that too, but I was you know
2: it's like golden like the sun. Mm-hmm.
1: It's desert wine.
2: The nose yeah, is, is uh, not great, but it's not.
3: It smells like a
1: riesling.
2: Yeah. I mean, there's nothing special. It's... I
3: couldn't find any tasting notes about
0: this. It's got a little funk to it, mm-hmm. if you ask me. Well, that's perfect. <laughs> that's exactly
3: what we were well, looking it for. It almost has like the like. It almost smells like a Syrah. Like it's got that
0: pepper. Yeah, it does have kind of a peppery. Pep. Maybe like a white pepper.
1: Mm-hmm. It's got a kick, kick to it.
3: It's like slightly acidic or slightly effervescent.
0: I was thinking that too. There's
3: something else going on. Did you find any tasting notes about this? I
2: couldn't find any. No. Vintage, summary, winemaking, mm-hmm. the stats. Did I you mean, already say it's 13.5% alcohol? Yeah. I missed that. Sorry. Which
3: is like pretty high for a white wine.
2: It's pretty high for a white wine. <laughs> <laughs> pretty high for a white girl. It's making
1: my mouth pucker.
2: Um, it is kind
0: of a puckery. Mm-hmm. Aftertaste. It's not like a riesling that I've tried before, though. Like it's it's more spicy than some of the rieslings it is I've a tried. Spicy girl. Yeah.
3: So this this vineyard also makes. Um, They make Zinfandel's, Rosé's, and uh, Rosa del Peru, which I don't know. I didn't have time to look that up today, but they have, like, three other varieties that they make. It's
0: another kind of wine. This Is the
3: 2018 vintage? It's the 2017. Oh, um, oh yeah. There were 250 cases produced of this, and it was bottled on 7-15-2018.
0: I mean, I don't hate this wine, but it's definitely not one of the favorites I've tried on the pod. It would be better with food. It's like it's like when I say spicy,
3: I don't mean like oh, it like has peppery. Like really, it's it's like spicy.
0: It needs like a mild cheese or something like a goat cheese to go
3: with mm, it.
2: Goat cheese would be so good with this.
0: Mm-hmm. Or something even a little saltier, like a feta. No, I'm sticking with Barada. goat cheese. Ooh, uh, yeah. For that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like a nice like crunchy gouda. Yeah, this wine needs food. All right, mm-hmm. but not lettuce.
3: Not lettuce. <laughs>
1: no, that's too crunchy. That's too crunchy. Is that the, the, this one would be the I don't know. A song that would go with this one would be a song that's a little harder to digest. I don't know which lettuce song that is off the top of my let head. Let me but it's... let
3: me take a look at their discog and I'll
4: Okay. So you talked so,
3: about your
2: first time seeing lettuce. Do you think how many times do you think you've seen them?
1: Oh a dozen or twenty, probably in the I last, alternate question. In, in the last five years.
0: Alternate question, did you ever see Soul Live?
1: Yes, and I Mm -hmm. wanted to talk about Soul Live.
0: Because I like Soul Live a lot.
1: Because in the documentary, at the time that that was shot, right before Crush came out, uh, Neil Evans was still the keyboard player, Mm -hmm. and Krasno was still playing guitar with them.
3: Is this a Phyllis wine?
1: Yeah, maybe. Mm -hmm. I got to listen to these songs again to really remember. So Krasno was one of the first people who... I think this is a
2: He
0: Made a Woman Out of Me wine. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I, don't my no. way. I don't think i so. don't know i think we're gonna say that for the song of the Reds.
0: <laughs> i don't
2: feel that with this one
0: i love that song though and i just wanted a moment to bring it up okay well
1: <laughs> maybe not with this wine but yes
0: anyway so um back to soul live
1: yeah well soul live was neil evans keyboard player i believe his brother was the drummer and Krasno. And that, that was definitely more of a jazz thing. And Soul Live and Lettuce were always connected, doing a lot of stuff together.
0: Well, they had a lot of the same members.
1: Yeah, right. And, and that documentary that I watched the other day, that was put out 2015, 2016, right before Crush was recorded. And since then, Krasno kind of stepped away. Nigel Hall, who did a lot of vocals kind of stepped into Neil Evans' role as a keyboard mm-hmm. player. And I feel like when though when the six guys on my shirt that I wore, wore yes. my Lettuce shirt with all the names of the members, I feel like when it became a more steady lineup of those six members is when they really took off.
0: I think so, too.
1: And they really put out a lot more material in the last few years.
0: So did you know that Soul Live is really like Benny Bloom's connection to Lettuce? So before he was hanging out with Lettuce with the boys, he just did a guest spot for them one night because they just needed him to sub for somebody who was, like, sick or something. I can't remember. And then, like, that same night, they were like, hey, you're pretty good. Do you, like, want to come with us, you know, tomorrow and play for our, like, band Lettuce and, like, guest spot with them? And then, like, that was, like, the love story. It was just there. Before that, Benny Bloom was playing a bunch of cruise ships. And that's how he got uh, into wine in the first place, because he was playing for a lot of Italian cruise lines, and he was hanging out with the engineers, and they would drink a lot of like natural wines. And then that's how he like got into sipping in the first place. He also married an Australian dancer, and he said that was his favorite wife.
1: Really? <laughs> oh, he has, he has, uh, yeah. Yeah. Do you what,
0: know? I don't know. <laughs> it's not
1: still his current wife. This is. Uh,
0: it seems to me like they had parted ways, but, but you know how Jesus got his name. How? I don't
3: really know, like, the details, but DJ Quick gave it to him in front of a sold-out crowd at the House of Blues. That's hilarious. And he was, um, he was playing alongside Ghostface Killa and so or oh, Never mind. That's a oh, different time. I love some Ghostface Killa, though. Memories.
1: Well, he G- yeah. Jesus' is Way in the Hip Hop Game. Well, I want to s- stay on Benny Bloom for a second. Okay. Because I have something that happened okay. on last year's Jam Cruise. oh You guys weren't there. But it was, he, he did Eric Benny Bloom's Really Tacky Show. And what it really was, was him drinking wine and messing around with all his friends that were on the boat playing stuff. So I have this one clip and I'll play it for you guys so you can get a feel for it. Okay. It's him like hanging out underneath the piano, goofing around. Is
2: that the atrium?
1: Yeah, he's in the atrium nice. and he's got. And they're that, just
2: playing and he's just sitting there, like snapping his fingers and, and being Yeah, that he, he's kind of directing he's the show. A leopard, I'm telling it? you, man, and, and
1: he's he, like well, a Joe
0: Pesci. In,
1: yes, no, he does a lot of impressions in between the songs. He was telling jokes and carrying on and being the MC. It was real, And, mm-hmm. you know, he's wearing that like smoking jacket yeah. and doing the this, this shtick. He's doing the shtick, you know. Mm-hmm. He's got all the impressions. Uh, he can do any impression you want. And uh, I have some photos also once this gets on playing. but that was this this moment that I was there for was kind of part of the inspiration of this me coming on this podcast and doing this whole thing was seeing him and his element Aww. being this uh, you know, nice. performer. so
0: yeah, definitely. You know, before the pandemic happened, lettuce was one of the last bands, like big bands that I saw. Lettuce was the yeah, second to last for you, yeah, because I saw Trey Nasty after that. But um, I do actually want to, like, watch that and pay attention to I it. I do, when too. We're done. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'll, sh- I'll show it to you guys again. Yeah. I also have some photos.
0: Well, that was one of the things that, like, made
3: me so sad after last year's Jam Cruise or during last year's Jam Cruise was someone was like, Lettuce, like, plays the best Mount Crushmore I've ever heard in the atrium. It was one of the Live For live music guys had posted it on his Instagram and, like, yeah. written an article about it. And I just, like, watched it over and over and over and over and over and oh, <laughs> like
0: <laughs> I have been hunting and searching and look scouring the internet looking for the set from, um, yes yeah, uh, the Sister Sparrow set from, um, the Stardust Theater on Jam Cruise in 2019. I cannot find it, but they did a cover of Dr. Feel Good. They do a lot of Dr. Feel Good covers, but like that particular set was like bringing you to tears man it was Mm -hmm. so fucking good it always
3: does that's like my my like sweet set from the first jam cruise which was like the 2015 one their atrium set where they were had they had to like everyone had to move inside because of storms and so they did their like big blowout set in the
0: atrium listen the pool deck is cool but i loved whenever people would play in the stardust theater i had the best like turquoise show there well, I mean, they play, they have different, like, stages on different boats, but the year that I went, it was the Norwegian they're, Jade, I think. They're
1: pretty similar. You um, got a theater yeah. and a pool deck and an atrium and another stage okay. and a couple other areas. Well, there's just, I've only been
0: on one jam cruise, well, on so don't, the, don't judge me too harshly.
3: Well, on the, um, what is it? Not the NCL, the other one. The MSC one, they have that, yes, like, the Davina. the Davina, they have that big, like, UFO thing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Where's the UFO?
3: It's like the top, like
0: that, like it's like the teen club or whatever.
1: It's oh, like okay. Or
0: sixteen.
1: Yeah.
3: And so
0: it's like basically a UFO. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we're about to get into another wine. Before we do that, we need to take a little break. Let us break. <laughs>
5: Hey, guys, you like what you hear? These ladies play hard, and they work even harder for you listeners. Not to mention, pretty easy on the eyes. These celebrity-endorsed wines and liquors, they're not cheap. Doesn't take beer goggles to see that. Have you considered adding a gratuity to your listen? If you feel so inclined, donate to the tip jar. Check the link in the show notes and drop a dime. 60% of proceeds will be donated to Black Lives Matter, Trans Fund, and Bell Funds. Drink them up, kids.
2: Welcome back from the break. Let us go ahead and commence with a third wine. Seth, take it away.
1: Okay, so now we're looking at a dirty and rowdy
2: which is this group for sure. Yeah, I <laughs> like I like to just like shorten
1: that to Dirty dirty Rowdy. Yeah, do Dirty the, Rowdy. Do sure. the
2: bottle description for dirty. us.
1: It's a California Familiar 2019 <laughs> Morvedre. Now you guys can... Morvedre. 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 What does that mean? Is I like that, that it's mean-
0: called a Familiar, too.
1: Yeah, it's a Cal... There's like a... There's like either a Ninja... Or some kind of s- s- Sasquatch on the front. I think it's the same
0: Squanch, for sure. <laughs> and,
3: then it's the squanch. Ant,
1: and then
0: it's the two owner guys.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. And they same. look like Honestly, we- if we
0: were in a video game, I would probably choose this wine as my familiar.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And they, they look like they're having a good time. Like they're, you know, running through the woods, picking up grapes with the... Uh, Sam Squatch.
0: It's a Sasquatch. Sasquatch.
1: It's
3: from um fucking Trailer Park Boys. Like oh. it is. Uh, Ricky uh. or not Ricky. Um Julian. No, no Ricky. No Ricky. And no bubbles calls a Sasquatch a Sam Squanch. Yeah. <laughs>
1: okay. I need I need to go back and do my um do my Trailer Park Boys research.
0: We're really I'm... up on the trivia, and I've been rewatching it because of you know Pioneer Woman times. Anyway, what's the back of the bottle say?
1: It's a family wine, Dirty Rowdy. More More More, ve- more Vedra. More Vedra. I will never I'll not get that ever. Just
0: call it a Morverdi.
3: Yeah. Look how it's written out right here. More Vedra. More
1: Vedra. Okay, yeah. More Vedra. And it says produced and bottled by Get yourself a cast iron skillet, Santa Rosa, California.
4: <laughs> <laughs> They're
0: it. not wrong though. Just get <laughs> yourself in
1: if you like this wine, we make more that are harder to find. Ooh,
4: it's like a, like
1: a it's, puzzle. Like ooh. it's
2: clue. Yeah.
1: It's a, it's, a, it's a rhyme. It's a, what's, what's the word I'm looking for?
2: Lyric? Rhyme? I don't know. Yeah. A anyway. riddle? riddle? Yes.
1: You can join their <laughs> mailing list. www.dirtyandrowdy.com. Mm-hmm. It's 12.7% alcohol. So that's
4: <laughs>
1: So I I should know more about reading labels because let me let me sidetrack for a moment and okay. say my yes. dad every wine that he's drank over the last 10 to 20 years he has a list he has a database what? this is of my dad
4: everyone? A dada- yes he has a daddy
1: a dad yes thank you guys you
4: took
1: that, you the so you took that to the next level for me you took that to the next level for
0: me i mean me. we'll talk after but does your dad want to be on a podcast yeah he
1: probably has enough information
0: to make him just a little dangerous. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. No, he has a spreadsheet. It's a he has a spreadsheet of all the wines and there's like all... the
0: price is right, like documentary dude or whatever. Who <laughs> like built his own computer program? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: No, I know I do know about that. <laughs> yes.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, so the Morvedra is a red grape. It comes from France and it's most widely used to make the bandol. Bandol, Mm -hmm. Bandol, and it's the celebrated red wine of the Bandol region of Provence. So I don't want to Provence. I was going to say Provence, but then I felt weird. And it's like more specifically the Bordeaux region. So where it's blended with Sauvignon Blanc to make the regions white Bordeaux. It's hardly ever made into a hundred percent. Similion. Wine.
3: Yeah, this one, um, this one has some legs. This one is actually I, a blend. This one is is seventy five percent Morvedra, and then ten percent Grenache, five percent Syrah, and five percent, um, Carignan. A cardigan. That's what uh, I call we, it. Lauren's been calling it
0: cardigan, not
3: like
1: Carignan. the sweater. Yeah, yeah. like the well, sweater. I don't
0: know stuff. Um, by the way, I don't want to talk a lot of shit, but like this kind of has a it wet dog. Like, it smells smell. like eggs to me. It has an egg? Yeah, vibe. the nose is very
1: when you're <laughs> when you're cooking eggs at work what? in the oh. in the office microwave, and I, everyone's complaining. I just mm-hmm. thought about it's this. that kind of egg smell. Whenever you
0: make Easter eggs, okay, because it's got the vinegary, like alcohol-y, vinegary mm-hmm. smell, and then also the egg smell. That's my vibe.
2: So these two guys, there's actually an article on VinePair.com. And the title is How Two Broke Guys from Georgia Started the Most Interesting Winery in California. And so it's kind of like this whole thing about how there were just like some hillbillies that came to like the wine region in California. And then like, you know, called their wine dirty and rowdy, you know, like mixing it up almost like uh, Guy Fieri did in his region. (laughs) (laughs) But maybe a little bit more classy. (laughs) Guy Fieri or these guys? These guys. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... I thought you were gonna say something, Nicole. Oh
3: no, I was just gonna say that um, they like kind of specialize in this grape, and they have like different varieties. So they have um, an orange wine. They have a simile, like similian. Wait, wait, what's an orange wine? Like made
0: of oranges, or just like the color's orange? The color's orange oh, okay, because
3: okay. it's like a white where they leave the grapes in, and it's like a natural wine. That's like the hotness, and the natural wine thing is orange
1: uh, wine. Um, hotness, yeah, once and again. it does have like an
3: orange flavor too. So they have a orange wine, a similian. Uh, And they have several Morvedras. They have a Grenache and they have a Blend. And then they have a Petit Syrah.
1: Morvedra. So it's Hardy and Wallace,
2: right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So I I have a little snippet of that article. It said Wallace didn't come from a winemaking family or even have roots in the wine business, much less California, before beginning his winemaking career path. Uh, And it's quoted, At the beginning of my career, I was actually in technology sales. Says Hardy. It was during a time in my life where I thought security and a hefty paycheck were the most important things, but I definitely wasn't happy.
1: The, the well, look on Nicole's face says technology sales.
2: No,
3: I'm not happy. Okay, so first of all, a fruit fly has already committed suicide in this glass <laughs> is what I would like to say. Well, second I o- think second o- oh no. I was just going to say cuz it's like so vinegary. It's only twelve point five, twelve point seven 12.7% alcohol by volume and it tastes
0: like straight vinegar. It yeah. doesn't impress me either.
3: The
2: taste wasn't the sometimes you like get the nose and you're like, "Okay, well," and then you do the taste and it's mm-hmm. like, it it was the same as the nose. E,
3: it's got like if
2: it's got like if you took all
3: the fizz out of kombucha and made like a concentrate out of it. Vibe. Is this
2: like a bad trip song of lettuce?
1: I don't know. I don't they know they don't have is. one. They don't really. Like, they don't like have a checker
2: wrecker. Oh yeah. Okay.
1: Good. Yes. Thank you. That one kind of annoys me. It's a new one. It's like. Maybe it's the single, but it's like the they they don't usually have like a pee break song. That's kind of a thing, Mm -hmm. you know. Like you can go take a break. So this is the pee break.
2: This is like when like Garth Brooks is like, I know you didn't come here for the new shit, but let me play this uh, new song or any artist that like is from that era. That's like, I got some new stuff for you,
1: or just that slow song, you know.
3: Mm-hmm. Apparently, this is their most popular wine, according to what I read. And I couldn't mm. find like true tasting notes, but on their website it said, energetic, mm. thirst quenching, shows the full spectrum of uh, Morvedra, your portal to the astral plane. Okay.
4: Mo-
1: I Mo- disagree, wait, you're saying ma'am. The, they're the best wine from these guys? Yeah, their most okay. popular
3: one. I'm like, mm, that doesn't make me excited to try anything else. Yeah. Also,. Uh, this is probably, like, putting, like, a bad reputation on this uh, grape's name. And I, I have other ways to get to the astral plane. Like, I can blast I, off.
2: Yeah. us <laughs> <laughs> pine. Well, apparently, they didn't want to stay in Napa. But, like, they had a hard time with, like being able to find somewhere where they could, like, grow their own grapes and have the money to do it. They couldn't afford to make their own wine. So they said, what if they just get, like, barrels of wine? I'm just paraphrasing here. But they pulled their money together. And when they did, they knew the grapes they wanted to purchase. And so they originally wanted muscat which is a lesser-known grape. Well, it's what they make Moscato out of. Yeah. yeah, but there wasn't any available, so they thought that they could do a cool inventive version of white and Zinfandel, but that wasn't available either. either. <laughs> so then they heard, <laughs> so heard uh, there's a Ma ton of the Merverde, Merverde available, <laughs> and so at this one winery, and they thought it wasn't a familiar grape, Anyway, they, like, did this, and they did it against, like, all, like, the wine people's, like... Recommendation. Recommendations. Recommendations. That, that part I like, the but
1: what you're saying is they weren't Napa Valley. They were Napa Valley adjacent. <laughs> <laughs> Some Georgia boys <laughs> yeah. came up, and they well, couldn't... Well, I
2: like the idea of being, like, a rebel, because Napa Valley yeah, no. is very... Fond, fond, fond. Yeah, It it's right. truly is. I agree, but... And, like, also going against the grain or going against the grape you know yeah, I'm good cool uh, going against the great hashtag
1: that so trademark that
3: so, the one Damn. nice thing that I do have to say, even though this isn't my flavor, like, I normally like really dry and weird wines. Me too. This one is just a bit too much for me, but I will say that normally a wine that tastes this bad does make it make it feel like the skin is, like, peeling off the inside of my mouth. As you and mentioned and previously. And this one doesn't. Like, the actual texture of it's good, mm-hmm. and it doesn't give you that weird, like, oh, my God, all the skin's coming off of my mouth. Feeling. I will say
2: that my, like, fifth sip was very tasty
0: i was gonna say that too like as i've gotten like more into the glass it's not necessarily like the flavor that kind of like humbles me for my previous comments it's more the feeling that it has in my mouth like it's a smooth mouthfeel so smooth and still flavor wise though i ain't buying it that ain't it sis (laughs) i might have a
3: cwc first
0: what's Um, your cwc first i pour
3: the rest of this out
0: that's not a cwc first yeah it is for me, okay. Anyway, uh, I, uh, <laughs> I, I
1: I will say it could go into the category of ZZ top wines because it's got legs and it knows how to use them. We <laughs> there's still legs on the glass this far into it.
0: I mean, we I kind talk of about wanna, that all the time. I It's funny you brought that up. <laughs> pour it out just
3: because it has an, an, two gnats in it now.
1: Well, that's a good reason to pour it out. So.
3: Um, I was just thinking, didn't we go see Lettuce on my birthday at Cane's?
0: Yeah, but that was um, 2015?
1: Early November?
0: 2014.
3: Oh, Late October? 2016, 2017. It was
0: early November. Nicole's birthday is November 3rd if you want to send her a gift, listeners. Oh, my birthday is November 3rd? Six? I'm sorry, it's November
4: 6th. Ooh. <laughs>
0: Dan's birthday is July 3rd, and that's where the... Mm, Okay. Now um, that you're
2: married, your birthdays get confused. Okay. Well, that
3: well,
0: happened
2: way before I was they just got married. Say, but.
0: It was that night that you
3: guys ended up like driving home and it was a whole thing. Oh,
1: yeah. That was a thing. We didn't drive home.
3: Oh, yeah, you didn't. In. We should have invited you to stay. But Michael Minner opened. And I will say that I did have sex in the VIP bathroom that night. Wow.
0: And we weren't even played. in the VIP
1: section. Oh, we were in the VIP section. That's
0: like mm-hmm. a badge on your Girl
3: Scout
1: well,
2: sash. <laughs> Girl Scout Another another story, yeah. another
1: story about that particular bathroom is that we broke the bathroom How one so? time. Seth. We broke that we had we rented the whole space up there at Kane's, and Sound the Tribe was playing. Yeah, the whole VIP there. So when you go to Kane's Ballroom, uh huh, historic venue, home of Bob Wills and the Texas Playboys, of course. If, if you guys don't know that part, and yeah, we broke the bathroom. The cocaine pretty much but is how why it is.
0: Happen- it just, just like, said cocaine. Cocaine was like I mean broke did the you bathroom. slam your face on like the back of the toilet or i mean it wasn't did somebody in sit in the sink and then try to yeah try to pee in the sink like
1: I don't know. I just know the toilet was broken at the end of the night and my name wasn't on the There's only one toilet
2: yeah, well the, yeah, it's the, a, the VIP
3: bathroom is a single stall toilet, and there's a private bar up there too. And there are tables, and you can watch from like the balcony. The, the mezzanine. It's really nice. It is nice. Um, but I just kept going up there and like running up a big tab on
0: Dan's car. And you kept, it was my me, birthday. you kept buying me. You kept buying me Guinnesses too. Yeah, I kept buying <sighs> more and Guinnesses, which is not normally the beer we drink. It's <laughs> not a That's party what beer. <laughs> well, we had
3: started out at the Prairie. Um, Perry L House, like the brewery.
0: Mm-hmm. And then we, well, were, drinking we were drinking heavy beers. Like really heavy beers. And I think we just wanted to keep that going with Guinness. And it was cold. <clears throat> But oh, I did. Okay,
3: so the reason I was bringing that up, besides just bragging, like oh yeah, I've like fucked in a bathroom oh, while yeah, lettuce because played that's somewhere. That's like a
0: really hot
3: brag. <laughs> well, it is. It's fucking cool. Oh my god. Anyway, I was gonna say that we went to the Sound Pony afterwards, and lettuce showed up with like, or not lettuce. A Jesus, Jesus from lettuce showed up with like an acquaintance
2: and acquaintance of yours. Yeah. Okay Local 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 person Yeah yeah I local get it basis. I get it I was, uh, I was thinking You're my acquaintance Of Jesus's So
3: There oh, were wait, a, the There local... were a
2: couple A couple of local boys
3: That you know okay, That he cool. was with Yeah
1: Okay the local Okay
3: Yeah but okay. He showed up And uh, One of the local boys Was like wait like i was birthday drunk birthday guy, fucked up from going to see michael minert and lettuce and this local guy was like i was kid. like this guy is drunk like i was birthday drunk and i was like
0: this guy is drunk <laughs> like, he <laughs> offered me his shirt on two separate occasions yeah
1: i, I yeah. found him in the, in the in the mix of the front and yeah, at a certain point in the lettuce show, and he was.
3: But I was like, ex- the reason that we were even really hanging out was because like we knew that Jesus was going to show up, and I wanted to talk to him and stuff. And so he gets like ushered in, and he's hanging out for a minute, and I'm like, going, I went over to talk to him, and it was like, oh hey, yeah, it's like nice to meet you. Like I've met you before on Jam Cruise, and it's my birthday, and he was just like, oh happy birthday, and just walked off. I was like.
1: He's not a party guy. I don't no, think. He's, he's not. Pretty, and
3: I wasn't like... Go ahead. I was. It wasn't that party-ish in that bar that night because it was a weeknight, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Sunday
1: night. Yeah, it was a, it was Sunday, a Sunday night. night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was
3: just wanting to like chit-chat with him, but he was like absolutely not interested. So I was like, okay,
0: fine. Yeah, he's definitely more like, um, like... Well, he does like a lot of yoga and he wants to be like really mindful and he's definitely like trying to... There's a gnat in here. He's definitely like trying to be more, um, like like conscious and be like a better human all the time. So I don't think that he's really like a huge party boy. Personally. Okay, brag about it. Like, well, I'm not bragging about it. That's well, just what like, I like, I'm not trying to be a better human well, all the time, but I don't like flex.
2: Seth put his festie glasses on, and I think that means we move on to the next vino. And I, think it does too. I I'm supposed to describe the bottle, but I can't. Read it? <laughs> <laughs> the,
1: the writing is not very... Well, the
2: writing's not friendly and also like... The it's, writing it's it's very is false. not friendly. It's and very it's false. not in a language that I know. So like the person that's... Well, I can describe the bottle. Just tell me what the words say. Oh, my yeah. Wow, yeah. mom.
0: Know your place.
3: <laughs>
2: la,
1: la, la brunette. I
3: don't know. I think it's like... Um for like, So I think it's like for
2: La
3: I think it's La Brunette yeah, de Frasat Negra.
2: So it's like my um seven year old niece drew a picture of a guy in a like iridescent, not <laughs> iridescent, but, like, sparkly purple hat and wings and, like, ballet shoes because they, like, crisscross in the back and some, like, capri pants <laughs> and a purple shirt and they're, like, flying. He sounds like a beautiful man.
3: <laughs> My interpretation of that man is if uh, the person who illustrated the Madeline books was 19 years old, really into... um like 90s grunge and maybe took some cough syrup
2: that's a perfect description yeah honestly
3: not to steal your thunder but it was I, just you know it came to me
2: I yeah was just no to that i up mean, a little weird. more so i could see the crisscrosses
0: of the shoes on the back these wines have been sitting in my house for like over a month and i haven't even noticed
2: that the ballet shoes the ballet shoes yeah wouldn't. Wow. But anyway, That's fucking rude. <laughs> we're all getting hateful here. Let's reel back. Ooh. This is a hard time in the world and in life. We need to be here for each other. And thank you, Nicole, for describing exactly <laughs> what I couldn't describe because you fucking took it out of
1: my <laughs> mouth. She's got your back.
2: Yeah. She's here to support you. So there's a lot of words that since it's our fourth wine, I'm gonna have a hard time pronunciating. So I just might have to best. give it to Nicole. But
3: I'll just I can tell you what it's the it's a 2018
2: is. and it's 13.5 percent by volume, and. It's Grenache and Caranina. Karin, is so what the name yeah. is,
3: but they, they're doing like the Spanish spelling and there's like a lot of X's involved, but that's what it is.
2: So it's the uh, um, Labernet de Fracha, whatever you said, was born in Quivelta de la Val de Canales. I think you're doing great. Plot yielding two kilograms per plant from chalky clay and rocky soil arranged in terraces. A brilliant crystalline wine, intense cherry color, aromas of ripe fruit, persistent spicy note in the glass. A very Moorish wine with extraordinary elegance and personality. And I believe this is the cork... That has the sparkles. It's like, It it's looks like a am- fucking amethyst. It's amethyst, amethyst cork. Yeah, it looks like an amethyst cork. It clerk. looks like, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I tried to take a picture for, like, the social media, and it didn't do it justice, but... just Just trust us, guys.
3: No, no really. It looks like... It looks like a frosted grape. like It, well, it and looks I've, like it has glitter
0: on it. I've touched it a couple of times, and it's like it's almost gritty. like the texture it's
2: of salt. Definitely Jeez. like a festi grape. If I were at like a festival <laughs> and I might be tripping on something, I would be like, what the
0: fuck is this? This is
3: like magic Whoa. juice. So there, the website for this wine is really cool. Just like the... The, all of the wines that we've drank but um I didn't get like a lot of hot info off of there necessarily I just mostly got that they have like a winery in Spain and a winery in California and it's natural wine but they've um been winemakers for 200 years wow
4: mm-hmm.
2: Well the legs are very slow I mean not like super slow but compared to the rest of the wines we've had they're thick and slow coming down the glass Well and when you smell it it, it smells has, old in a good way. In a good way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say it has like a like a like a musty smell, yeah. like a tequila almost.
3: Smells like the old country.
0: It's
4: it's, it's, yeah, it's thirteen there you
3: go. point
0: five percent alcohol,
3: but it smells like it has more alcohol in it. Um, it was aged in concrete tanks.
0: Ooh, and when you taste it, have you guys tasted it yet? That's good. Yeah, it's a lot better I than did. the last one. It's way like better that. than the last one. I can't. Oh, oh, yeah, by the way, Seth, we're going to make you rank the wines at the end, but I I can't reveal my secrets, but I'm feeling like, yeah, I don't want to give too much away. I have the, if you guys want to,
3: like, tell me what you think it tastes like, I can read the actual tasting notes after we do, like, a round
0: of it. Okay.
2: I'm Um, not good at the notes. Let me do another taste. I already, you know, called Seth out and made him name songs that he thinks are related to it so
0: well if you want to do that again my my pick my lettuce song for this particular wine would be silence is golden
3: well this reminds me of the riesling in that it is actually spicy like it's spicy
2: in my nose it's it's spicy spicy in my mouth yeah yeah so um
0: let me taste this again
2: seth is thinking and i think he has something to say what you got for us buddy
1: it's hitting in a lot of different ways.
2: <laughs> it's complex. I'm not. Then. I'm
1: not gonna say which lettuce song it is specifically I yet. I think
2: it's Silence Is Golden.
1: You have time to think about it.
2: But what mm. he's saying is it's very complex and it has this has him perplexed.
1: It's beyond me. <laughs> like I said, I'm not a wine drinker. Per se. Well,
2: you are this evening. Yeah.
1: No, and I'm, I'm learning.
2: And you're okay. an expert this evening. Do you feel
0: like you've learned anything throughout our process?
2: Oh, of course. Because we're totally experts. So, so I don't
3: know if you guys remember, or well, when we were do- we were doing like the tool lines and everything, mm-hmm. I was talking about like the old world Processing. versus new world mm-hmm. and like how the old world... Um, was like drier and not as fruity and not as complex and all that right, stuff. Right. And it's meant
0: to be paired with food. And so
3: the thing with natural wines isn't necessarily that they're like drier and more complex and whatever. It's just that they have like a lot more mineral type notes. Mm-hmm. If. I don't know if you guys have uh, noticed. Yeah, totally. Because it's like the stone mm-hmm. and the, yeah. Completely. Because there's like low intervention. A lot of them are aged in like concrete. There's not a whole lot of filtration. There's not a lot of sugar added or anything else to right. like pull They're out all the, that the yeast
0: from the grapes. Yeah. So it has
3: like more of like an earthy, minerally taste to every single wine. That every natural wine, and especially all the ones that we've tried today,
0: yeah. No, so I'd, this one yeah. to me has like kind of a like a like not not like an ashy kind of vibe, but not but not in a way that's like gross, but like kind of in not a like joint ash, <laughs> right, right? Oh, that's right. that's we're talking, water. We're talking, bowl. <laughs> we're talking like the we're talking like the fancy volcanic ash that falls down in like marshmallows. I was
2: thinking like. Mortar and pestle because the other one was talking about like that stone flavor, and I was thinking of like a the first mortar one? and pestle, okay. like oh, crushing how the grate. I was
3: addicted to licking fireplaces when I was a kid.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Did you have what? a deficiency
3: that they didn't know of? No, I just particularly liked the way that my parents like me, ma- like the stones around their fireplaces, like smelled and tasted, and I would lick them.
2: I mean, I get that, mm-hmm. but i I would imagine that might be a associated with a deficiency in some kind of like
3: Angie, let's Yeah, I didn't rock enough no, at that uh,
0: point and that's why.
2: Totally. <laughs> yeah, she was a toddler.
0: She
1: was a toddler. No, it's just the natural <laughs> urge to go back to the earth, you know. You're tasting these notes and I've I've tasted a lot of dirt and concrete. You're going to taste it over mm-hmm.
0: time. Um, I did know a little girl that ate a lot of dirt.
2: I mean, I've was it a girl that you beat up and pushed her face in the dirt? No. Like <laughs> I've tasted That's some certain- concrete in my life from uh, tripping over like parking blocks at festivals downtown <laughs> or like those, those, those like
0: those like parking barricade things. Yeah. So one thing was just
3: like with all this stuff I wanted to talk about how like this is obviously like the guys these particular guys from Lettuce this is their side project. Like the other guys have different music projects. But like if you Think about it. Celebrity Wine Club is kind of like our side project, which we have a lot of fun with. So, like Deech has what, like manic focus? Deech has everything.
1: Deech has everything. He has to make beats as like therapy. Yeah. But okay, so he's got Break Science. Yep. Him and Bormley. That everyone, a lot of people Mm -hmm. know that project. He's got he had another project with uh, John Modesky and Scarrick,
3: mm-hmm, yeah. Uh,
1: Dark Wave. He mm-hmm. has his own solo production stuff that he just puts out.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. So this is our like this is our side project. Side girl. I mm-hmm. do
0: want to say that the um the Benny and Zoid from Benny and Zoid selections they um they call themselves the Shady Horns yes. and they played with Shaka Khan.
1: Yes, yeah, wait. They did. I was there.
0: You did. I what? was there.
1: Let me. What? Let me
0: recap. Wait, it. were these festi glasses there?
1: Yes, uh, probably. Yeah, them probably
0: in, Angie. I go threw their, their essence. He used
3: to wear with his uh, powder blue tuxedo. <laughs> let yeah. me arrest these.
1: They, they're a matching set. Mm-hmm. More bedazzled them, but the the dazzles they fall off after time. Uh, mm-hmm. Happens, Girl. Battle damage, but yes. Yeah, so you sh- can say that about me was... too. <laughs> This was uh, Peach Fest up in Pennsylvania. This would have been a couple years ago. Shaka Khan sat in with Lettuce. It was super late, super late. It had rained. She
0: sat in with Lettuce. It wasn't like the Benny and Zoid joined her on a No, no, no. This
1: was Lettuce featuring Shaka Khan. So what what it basically was, and it was super late at night, and it had rained all night, and our other uh, friends, our neighbors, Stayed out in the rain to see three, four other bands under, not undercover. They were soaking wet. So we came, then we came down and I was out for like, you know, half a set. Master Sounds, three, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. three other bands. Can't remember right now. Anyway, we go to Lettuce. They're under the, the main stage is covered there. It's like an amphitheater mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you go down in the seats and that's covered. So anyway, Lettuce, it's what it was, was Lettuce played about. Four or five songs. And then Shaka Khan comes out, does her thing. And she's amazing. I mean, how old is she? She's got to be. She's,
3: I think she's in her early 70s, probably. Yeah,
1: 60-something, 70. We're, we're going to Google that. Keep yeah, talking. This on. was three, four years ago, maybe five years ago. She comes out, does her thing. They, they back her up, do a great job. And then the rest of the set is more lettuce. She's
2: 67.
1: Right, right. So she was 63.
2: Something. It doesn't matter. 60 something.
1: No, and she was great. And I learned so much more about her from that performance.
0: I'll be honest. I hate you. (laughs) 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 Well,
3: everything that I hear about them going to Peach Fest, I'm like,
0: "Mm, I need to go to Peach Fest. There's no Peach Fest. It's 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 in Pennsylvania?
1: Yeah, it's on Montage Mountain. Okay. It's near where Tony's. My lovely wife is from.
2: Friend of the pod. She just yeah. recorded an episode yeah. with <laughs> she us. She just yes. did the tool up with
1: us. Yeah. And so it's a great, we've been there twice now. That time we were there the whole weekend. Now there is really nowhere good to camp. So that part of it kind of sucks. But the place itself is cool. It's got the right vibe. It's got, in the first time we went, 2013, got to see the Almond Brothers. Uh, more of like the original lineup, mm, you're which not was pretty making cool.
0: Your big fat bitch
3: point score go down by telling me that you also got to see the Almond Brothers. But I think I, you should just stop
2: talking. No,
4: Different, you shouldn't. Yeah. Anyway, no, tell
2: me more tell me more. But, no,
4: but, just kidding. stop
2: when, <laughs> that was good. I it gave
1: me a good like historical perspective on. Like I knew a lot about the Grateful Dead, but honestly, I didn't know that much about the Almond Brothers. So yeah, that was mm-hmm. good. And no. Bob Weir played that night. Bob Weir and Rat Dog, and that was a good, that was a great time. But when we saw Lettuce, um, that particular time, now i've lost my train of thought but it's but so cool like shaka khan. being able to yeah.
2: see someone like shaka khan which you wouldn't normally associate with like a band like lettuce and then like seeing them blow the fucking roof i would imagine off. like yeah. blow mm-hmm. the roof off it, it, made, it, it made it made like, perfect sense you yeah. into the goddamn and like, why would i have never because yeah i mean like that's that's the magic of music
1: yeah no it That's made perfect of sense
2: like a
0: festivals yeah and guest spotting during yeah. festivals yeah. yes. and it
1: was super late night everybody was wore out they were soaking wet that okay so this is I bet they
0: all like perked up a little bit when they saw mishaka khan come on stage
1: well i i perked up for lettuce this is when i learned that benny bloom he's a total spaz he was running around doing all this because i watched him like set up sound check do this whole thing he's just what it's what he does
0: i wonder what it's like to to like naturally feel like you're on cocaine you know what I mean like
2: do you think I feel like some people okay so I have a theory that some people have more hours in the day but I think it might be the same thing as you're talking about is some people are naturally like on uppers and they can do mm-hmm. more in a day than the rest of us. Mm-hmm.
1: If you find the thing you love, that's what it—that's <laughs> oh. what it is. But
2: oh, what that's if you what love it is. everything or
1: nothing? Well, that's just tough. Yeah, no, I did. I, I, I agree. I mean, you can. When you love doing this kind of thing, you'll get excited to do it, and you'll be up for it.
2: We made eight dollars this month. We, we made
3: twenty, but we donated.
1: Yes, fourteen that, of it. That proves yes. you love it. Mm-hmm. That proves you love it,
4: right
3: there. No. That proves Kevin loves us. That's true.
2: <laughs> love you, Kev. But no, I <laughs> Seth,
1: shout I out to appreci- Kevin.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Seth. No, I'm. I'm. Appreci- I'm sorry. Like, I keep interrupting your train of thought. Train of thought. But I really appreciate your knowledge of lettuce and of all these bands and your uh, like festive experiences are. No. Amazing. Well He's our music buddy. That's what
1: led me to like put on some of my own shows and it's not about the money. If you love what you do, you're gonna have that energy to do it.
0: Mm-hmm. So that's and you what just me. It's fun. So like that's your side project. I,
3: I remember talking to you about it too, like because you were like, oh, like, you should get into this if you guys like it so much. Like, I love it, and I'm going to, like, work in it, like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, but there's, like, a line between, like, something you love so much you want to do it and something that you love so much where you want to enjoy it. Like, I don't want to see the sausage get made. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I yeah. I love it, and I support it, and, like, I want to be close to it, but I don't want to actually work in it as far as, like, Music and event production, but and stuff
2: he goes. he wants to share it with the world, and that's what we didn't mention when Tony was on because they have their own. Well, we had a lot
0: going
3: yeah, on. Yeah,
2: they, they have their own production
3: company. But now Tony's... that we're talking,
0: yeah, about let's, it now. let's let's plug it. They have their own production company, Tika Olam. Like you can hit them up on Instagram and on Facebook, and you can find like some of the latest shows going on in Norman. And they well, also I have mean, some. It's COVID More time, than just so it's nor- pretty much dead, but.
2: Don't be an asshole. But when you listen okay. to this, you don't know mm-hmm. something different might be happening.
1: Yeah, this this gives us a chance to wear re- a fucking
2: mask, go to their goddamn shows, follow them on Instagram,
0: <laughs> like like their page well, on Facebook because they've Seth got can some, say something about them, some good hot stuff going on, and I guess I'll let Seth talk now. Mm-hmm.
1: There will be good stuff going on at some point. Right now <laughs> we're we're in a, we're in a place of darkness, but we will.
2: Cheers to festivals and Let's crowded, like sweaty bars, patchouli armpits. Look, if they can figure <laughs> out yeah, Lock, the, la- the, the, the last show, the last show, okay. Yeah. But
1: you think, speaking of patchouli armpits, the last show I went to before the,
0: before pioneer the, before Woman the quarantine
1: Times. was the was some. I had some patchouli armpits up in my face. <laughs> do and you I miss I, it? Yeah, I, I, I kind I of do. do. I kind of do. I kind of do.
3: I'm like, I definitely do. I would give anything to worry free go to like a sparsely populated Bison Witches like DJ night. I know
1: <laughs> there's been some well, of those. We made that They're joke,
0: but worry free, like as if,
1: yeah, right right, 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 now. right, right. But right, yeah.
0: well, we made that joke about like worst band in Norman and like least of our favorite bars actually.
3: I won't say any names. I don't want to be mean.
0: Of course not. But like we made that joke and it was just kind of like, oh
2: yeah, like ha ha ha. Like everybody <laughs> agreed with us. But, but that, that was, was like really funny. Three months ago. And now it's like, I don't fucking care what f- band I see. I want to go to a bar and Honestly, rub elbows it with the It could be nastiest. a child
0: playing the xylophone and singing the ABCs. And I would be like up in the shit. <laughs> Throwing elbows
3: and raising the
2: roof. Maybe we
3: should find some way to fund something where you go to, like, a resort and you have to stay for two weeks, like, where you're completely quarantined and you have to be tested. And then after that, like, if you don't leave the resort... And then after fourteen days, like you're tested and you don't get it or you don't
2: have it, then th- it's like I, a big festival. No, I think, I think the NBA <laughs> tried that and it's not working very well for them. Well, <laughs> the bubble, like the
3: WNBA bubble, yeah,
2: yeah. Well, so uh, the man let's... bubble too, the M. NBA. I need a separate let's
1: podcast <laughs> to talk about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, so, I have too much.
3: This is the only time we will ever bring up sports besides ice skating and gymnastics. <laughs> Yay, all this but podcast.
0: I'm here for it.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let us rank them, guys. Nicole, you want to start off with your like least favorite to okay. most favorite? Let's
3: name
2: them all first so we know where we're going okay, from. So
3: the order that we tasted them in was the um, Vegas Altas um, Sturm. The Eva de los Santos. That was really beautiful of me. Um, the next one was the Sturm um, Old Vine Riesling. The n- next one was the Dirty and Rowdy. Um, Dirty, Rowdy. Yeah. <laughs> A Vidi, Vidi, Vici. <sighs> no, it's lit. more Vedre. And then the next one was the Frioche um, La Brunette. They Wow, that sounds so good. Well, anyway, but that's, like, the order we tasted them in. So I will go ahead and say that I'm really disappointed because with the label, I thought this one would be one of the best, but Dirty and Rowdy was my least favorite. Followed by the other red, the La Brunette, um, like, Lithium Fever Dream. <laughs> Angel, Child. Angel Child on the label, yeah. one. and then the Sturm um, Old Vine Riesling with the like alien butthole whatever thing on the label, and then I really liked this um Vegas Altas the best
2: that mineral one. I okay. Think the alien butthole is almost like a citrus kiss or something. <laughs> a starfish. It's a kiss. butterfly kiss. <laughs> I think it
3: looks like the like an iris. Okay. Uh, like a woodcut print of an iris. So sure. here's
2: mine. Are we going least to favorite? We're least going least to most. The most. Least to most. Fuck. I'm really sad about this, but like Dirty and Rowdy is definitely my least. And then the um, Front uh-huh. No, no, no. I take that back. The Sturm. The other Y, the Y and then the um, the French the Frisic.
3: Free sick. I don't know. But yeah, I will say
2: that the number one was the Santos de la Was it Cielos? Prince
3: Eva de los Santos.
2: Santos, Saints. Not the heavens, but the Saints.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Vegas Altar. Definitely. That is a
2: first for me. Like a white wine was my favorite. Let the record
0: reflect that Angela picked a white over two reds. I want everyone
3: to go outside and put a thermometer in the ground. I guarantee you it will turn to icicles because hell froze over because (laughs) Angela (laughs) likes a white wine.
1: In the middle of Oklahoma summer.
3: Yeah. That's going (laughs) to turn into a Straight up icicle. That mercury's gonna freeze. Well,
2: we already know that the world's <laughs> ending because of politics and well, I know the world's
0: ending because you chose a white.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry,
0: ma'am. <laughs> okay, so um, following suit with Nicole and Angie, I think my least favorite wine is also the Dirty and Rowdy. I don't think it. I know it. It's it was it was just not good. It was too much too much kombucha vibe for me. My second favorite or least favorite was the Sturm, which also Angie decided was her least favorite too. Um, I just didn't get a whole lot out of that. It was too, too spicy for what I'm looking for in a Riesling. Um, so number two is the friage. I actually, I actually did like this red wine, but <clears throat> are you okay, buddy? <laughs>
2: Seth was trying a couple of drinks and, uh, trying to figure out his last taste and, uh,
0: anyway,
3: so
2: Nicole's going to, uh, so whatever your name is.
3: No, Seth's going to go.
2: Seth's going to go, but I'm, I'm no. still going. I called her Nicole instead of Lauren.
0: <laughs> anyway, so the Friosh, I, um, uh, the, the most that I liked about it was like not only the mouthfeel, but also that the cork was like an amethyst. And then my favorite wine is also the, like, um, what is it? The Vegas Altus Yeah. The Vegas Altas, the Abedalistan- which by the way,
3: that's the only one that you can't find to buy anymore of.
0: Damn. That's kind of a bummer. Well, I mean, it kind of shows how good
3: it was. Like,
0: well, well it, it was make like new vintage or new. Vintage. It was like restricted, um, not restricted, but it was just kind of like limited sales. Right.
3: Yeah, there were only like 200 cases or something produced of it, or 250.
2: How do we get one of them? Because I ordered early, baby. Because lettuce, like, oh, yeah,
3: the lettuce boys, like, their distribution list is
0: exclusive. <laughs> Not really. Their, their, their reasonings for picking stuff is, whenever I first ordered it was, like, really silly. But now when I went back and looked, it was, like, red, white, macerated, funky, or surprise me. Well, I don't even know if
3: you talked about that on on here about, like, how...
2: Yeah, how did we go about ordering these wines? Well, so when you go to their website,
0: you have to... Um, you're linked to Perfect Pour because it's the only place you can get these from. It's Perfect Pour, which is a liquor store in Denver. And then you pick a pack. Right, there's like different variety packs. They have like um like a European like party pack, like your it's called European Vibes, I think. Mm-hmm. And it's a twelve pack for like a hundred and thirty dollars, and they have like another twelve pack that's a hundred and twenty, and then they've got like you know lesser and lesser and lesser. And we ordered, I ordered the four pack for us, which was ninety dollars. But once you decide how many bottles you want, that's whenever you can pick. What you want included in the package I see So okay. they kind of like hand pick or hand select for you What you're gonna drink Yeah I see So I did nice. the surprise me pack And that's what we ended up with I like it So um, Last oh, we, of we all We got surprised Yeah <laughs> <laughs> we did get surprised so um seth are you um ready to rank what yeah, you think was greatest I,
1: my rankings based on what's left so there's a lot of dirty rowdy and <laughs> di- i'm eliminating the and. i'm just calling it dirty rowdy yeah that sounds good and then there's you know the, the stern you gotta the Riesling. rank all four of them I got. I'm putting the dirty least, least, favorite least to most favorite, oh, okay. least got to most. What's,
2: what's left? What's left?
1: Never yeah. Mind. Well, no. I'm basing my rankings on what's left, oh. and A lot of based wine on.
2: Drinkers, it, I mean, it. I'm just. Sorry, tr- I'm, I'm just sorry. I'm interrupting. But I think your
1: top two should be what you enjoyed the most. Yeah. The. I'm. The you know I put em, I may not put the sturm in the in the third. You know, second to bottom position. It was pretty. It was. It had that golden. Kissed with sunshine flavor.
2: Well, you're welcome to move it up. Yeah, yeah Annie, you're
1: may, welcome to move it up. I may have up. to move it up.
3: This is a personal journey.
0: Yeah. So me and Angie basically agreed Nicole was kind of the outlier. But do you agree with Nicole, oh, or are you going to like in, or just it be out? your own,
1: well, own person? Thing. Exactly. The, the Frage What was this one? Friage. I, don't, I don't even remember. The friyage. Friage.
2: That was the last one we had.
1: Yeah, that one was. That one was. It was a better red than the. Dirty Rowdy. Mm-hmm. Vegas, I I'm putting I'm putting the Sturm above the Vegas Alta.
0: Okay. hmm So, least favorite to most favorite, name them for us.
1: Dirty Rowdy.
0: No. Was it Dirty Rowdy?
3: It or? was Dirty Rowdy. Yeah, That's
1: least least to Dirty Rowdy. Then I'll go Vegas. Then the Frage. All right. And the Sturm. Ooh. Oh, there we go! Mixing that. I don't wine know nothing
2: about trendsetter, nothing. Trendsetter, baby. It doesn't matter what you know about wine; it's what you it's like. Yeah.
0: yeah, exactly. So, do you guys have anything else you want to say about lettuce or Benny and Zoid's other side projects or anything that we did not cover on the pod? I just really wish that
3: I could go to a lettuce show right now. And uh, give I, anything. Yeah. I promise you the yeah. next time that I go, like I always rage, but I will rage. I will end up with a broken rib and I will throw my bra on stage. Like
0: honestly, like I've never thrown my bra on stage at a show, but I feel like after the pioneer woman times is when we can start throwing our mm-hmm. bras on stage. Like that's how, you know, it's just like, We fucking missed you.
3: I'm just going to jump up and down like Tigger the entire time. (laughs) Like I'm going to like mosh against people and I will lose my bra. I promise. Definitely. Seth,
2: what are your last words for this situation? Uh, That's (laughs) a
1: whole nother episode talking about (laughs) bras being thrown on stage. And the next time we get to see lettuce. And I could also talk about the Deitch family history at that point in time. As
4: well, you, whole, can, uh, well you can Oh, well you can just, want just to. a
1: short thing about that just that sh- his his dad and mom were both percussion players mm-hmm. okay and his, and his dad is and they, his whole family goes on jampers every year i've and so, seen
3: the videos of them all playing together me too yeah
1: and so hopefully when we go on jampers the next time we're to see the bobby deitch band that's adorable and Adam and the whole family.
4: and
2: the whole goddamn family well, let's just wish Leave for the down. next time that we can all be in together in a large group listening to amazing yes. life
0: uh, I miss great.
2: it so much well, cheers
0: guys, to that cheers to that and thanks so much for listening this week and we'll catch you next week Lushes bye, bye.
5: Thank you so much for listening to Celebrity Wine Club and thank you to our special guest. This episode was produced by Angela Hilt and Nicole Price and mixed by executive producer Lawrence. Our theme music by Grammatic, hashtag digital freedom. If you would like to send a suggestion or let us know what you think, hit us up at celebritywinedrunk at gmail.com or you can find us on social media, Celebrity Wine Club. Rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts Or wherever you get your fun. Drink them up, kids.